so they play they play Missouri, they play Florida State. Mm-hmm. And who's their third? Who's their third? The team? LSU Tigers. Oh, that's right. The uh, what are they? Do they is that a special? Do they have a game name for that game? Because Florida and LSU play every year. No, I think it's just Florida LSU. Just kind of like how Arkansas LSU. South Carolina didn't have a name, but they used to play every year. I thought they had like one of those rivals, right? like the uh, you know what I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. But while I'm looking it up, I just want to say I have uh, no notes. I don't even know what we're gonna be talking about tonight. Frankly, I don't even know what day it is. But I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to talk college football and maybe even a little college basketball. Ethan says he's just excited we're back. You know, I guess it's a, it's a holiday for him this first week in no, in November because he's. He's all about the hoops, man. He's all about the hoops. It's just a breath of fresh air, man. Just, you know, seeing a, a fun basketball game. I like college basketball, in my opinion, is just a lot more fun than the NBA to watch, just with the passion and everything. And it's just – it's fun to be back. I love seeing what storylines develop over college basketball season. Some people don't pay attention until March, but, hey, it has me hooked from the first week of November. So. Well, what are some of our early storylines? Well, uh, Auburn and uh, – Baylor game last night was really good. Um, I actually didn't watch a second of it, but I'm going based off what everybody's told me. <laughs> <laughs> the buzz, the buzz is that it's really, really, really good. Um, how's everybody doing, honey? You doing good? Yes, doing good. School's kicking my left. butt, but you look to your left there for a second oh. in fear. Maybe it's right. Oh. <laughs> I'm in here alone. Nothing to fear. Cade. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? What's up? Well, I don't even know what I asked you, but you just said, yeah. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? What are you, you look distracted over there on your... Sorry, I was playing a game. Oh, my gosh. We're recording a podcast. Oh, I didn't know we were start recording. Oh, my goodness. You see the, wow. the topic left of your screen. You see that? Recording. Oh, that's good. What game are you playing? What's it called? It's It's addicting. Uh, it's called Age of Conquest. I got it on the App Store. It's free. <laughs> uh, and I downloaded free maps. <laughs> Good grief. You just downloaded some new maps. What kind of maps? I'm curious now. Uh, it was like some somebody made it up. It's I mean, it's basically like a like a military strategy game, but then they put it in like just a map that they made. So. Well, you guys go ahead and download Age of Conquest on the App Store. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about a few things. I want to start with you, Cade. I really do. Uh, Liberty should they be ranked in the college football playoff? They got left out, man. Yeah, I didn't expect us to be in the playoff ranking. I think that we have a really good chance, though, to be the top ranked group of five team. I think we deserve to be in the AP. I understand why we're not in the playoff poll because that's – I feel like that's more of a power rating anyway. I mean, it is a ranking, but it's also a power rating. Uh, so I understand that. But Tulane almost lost. I was surprised Tulane went up a spot after they really didn't play well. They won by three against a one-win team. But I honestly think they're going to lose another game. And then Liberty, if they stay undefeated, maybe could jump into that spot. There's a real possibility. Right on. Uh, a couple other uh, playoff rankings: Iowa, seven and two at twenty second; Oklahoma State. I think we all picked for the most part. I think we all picked Oklahoma State to beat Oklahoma last weekend for the last bedlam. And boy, Mike Gundy and the boys got it done. 
after losing to South Alabama 33-7 early in the year. Oklahoma State is in the driver's seat for the Big 12 championship. Probably, even if they win, probably not going to make the playoffs. But they come in at number 15. Thought that was interesting. Can uh, we talk about Mike Gundy real quick? Two. Yes, I we was can. talking to some people at school, and Who? they were saying – just people at school. You uh, said Mike Gundy? They, we were talking about Gundy. Okay. And personally, I think he's a great coach. Like, I think he's done really well at a program that's hard to do well at. You're the secondary program in your state, and they're always going to have better athletes than you. And they were saying – they were like, he's average, if not below average. And I was like, the guy wins at least eight games, like, every year. And, I mean, I know he's only, like, four and 15 in Bedlam. But, again, that school has only, is, like, 20 to 90 in the standing. Like, that was long before he got there. Like, they've been losing, so – I, I think he's a great coach. Got a great on a curve, man. Everybody wants to rule the world. They have a running back that I think is like now in the Heisman mix. Yeah, I saw a graphic comparing his numbers to 2015 Derrick Henry, and people were like, should this guy be in the Heisman mix? Mm-hmm. Who even is in the Heisman mix, mix right now? I, I've heard a lot of odds makers saying uh, J.J. McCarthy, he's the guy right now. Still haven't watched much Michigan football, but uh, they're dominating in just about every aspect of the game, including quarterback. Michael Penix, obviously. Um, but, you know, I guess we got some other guys. Jaden Daniels, I think he's lost maybe a few too many games, but he probably is the best quarterback in the SEC, wouldn't you say? Jaden Daniels? Yeah. yeah, but he took a hit, you know, against Alabama, and you wonder if he's going to – I think he'll – I haven't paid attention to any of Brian Kelly's press conferences this week, but if he's out, that completely changes LSU. Because um, when he's on the field, that offense is really hard to stop. Yeah, uh, still a, just an incredibly bad defense. you you got to ask yourself how it got to this point. Um, Alabama, at this point, uh, probably not going to lose another game in the regular season. So looking like after uh, – um, Cade, you were right. Georgia beat Missouri. We were as shocked as anybody <laughs> on this podcast. Um, but looks like it's going to be another Georgia-Alabama SEC championship, barring some sort of miraculous two losses from Bama. But, you know, Ole Miss is probably going to win out as well. I'm, I'm just going to be that guy here. No, I take that back. They played Georgia this weekend. And you know what? Now that I'm saying that, you know what? They are going to win out, okay? They are going to win out. I don't think – I. I, I I could be wrong here. I think we've picked three or four Georgia games. I don't think I've picked Georgia once in any of these of these game picks. Uh, yeah, you're a big fan of the back-to-back national champions. No, I think they're overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're frauds. Uh, do it. Uh, do it three years, okay, and then we'll talk. Do what no one else has done. Um, let's talk. I do want to talk about this Arkansas-Florida game. Uh, and I, I want everybody's reactions to Arkansas winning in overtime at the Swamp. First time in Arkansas program history that the Razorbacks have won in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, honey, we'll start with you. What is your reactions to the Razorbacks uh, starting or going three and six after beating Florida? You know, I have very much appreciation for kickers. Always have. And Cam Little just makes me appreciate them even more My for goodness. him to show up for us there there at the end. He's an NFL um, kicker. Our, man. 
I, I say, you know, it might be time to just go ahead and give him the Groza Award, the Lou Groza Award. I know, Ethan, you're a big fan of the Lou Groza. Yeah, and we've got a lot of good candidates this year. There's a lot <laughs> of good kickers around the country. I mean, we've got a loaded kicker class. We've got a loaded kicker class in the, in the, in the name of Ethan Westerman over here. Like like who? Do you Can you, can you tell me some well, of these? I would have put Trey Smack in there until he missed that field goal against the Razorbacks, the whole tobacco. Uh, Auburn, their kicker that Arkansas is going to play this weekend, he's the little brother of Evan McPherson. Oh. Who, you know, that guy That guy kicks for the Bengals. His little brother's pretty good, too. Um, and then Alabama has Will Reichard, who I think he had made like 25 in a row field goals until he missed one against LSU. There's a lot of good kickers. That big dude from Mizzou, Mevis. I'm just naming SEC kickers. If there's that many good kickers in the SEC, I'm sure there's some more outside of it, too. Um, but yeah, Cam Little could he, – he'll be up there, though, in my opinion. Cade, how was your – what are your thoughts about the Razorbacks going three and six? Man, I was so excited. Uh, there's actually a video of me and my brother reacting to watching the game. But did you? it was awesome. I mean, you take – Send us that video, man. I need to see that uh, video. I need, to, I need to send that. Uh, I mean, you take what's been a really good defense, good special teams, and then just give us like an above average offense, and you can win these kind of games. I was happy for KJ. I'm hoping they can keep winning, and I mean, who knows what he'll do next year? But if it's his last year, like go out on a high note, and all the seniors too. But man, it it was great, and I'm actually going to be at the Auburn game this weekend. So oh, spoiler alert. Time to destroy Hugh Freeze for all the horrible things he's done. And namely, just leaving Liberty. <laughs> no rue the day. It was a. Namely, I mean, namely just re- leaving Liberty. N- nothing else. He's done nothing <laughs> else wrong. Hugh. Like, I've tried to put the pieces together why he would leave Liberty for an SEC job. I just. Who does that? Yeah, you know, I all I know is Liberty is ranked. And Auburn is not, so it seemed like a poor career decision. And the playoff ranking. Well, it's not like they're in that either. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that'll be an interesting game. Um, Ethan, tell me your tell me your thoughts. What's the pulse of the Razorbacks this week? You know, I think they got a lot of mojo with Kenny Guyton. Uh, obviously, they love the dude. I want to play hard for him. He's Colin plays really well. I mean. But it's incredible night and day. It's crazy what happens whenever you play to your team's strengths and you run plays to their strengths, which is not the offensive line. Um, and, you know, in my opinion, the Razorbacks are probably a bad offensive coordinator hire, like that 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 offensive coordinator hire at the beginning of the year. They're that away from maybe having a totally different type of year. Yeah, that hurts. Uh, you know, Danny knows – has proven that he's a pretty good coach in a lot of ways. Like even in his first stint of Arkansas, they had one of the most efficient offenses uh, the 2015 season. You almost have to think just how just successful even Arkansas ran the ball against Florida. Uh, they had a hundred yard rusher in Rocket Sanders. They hadn't done that at all this whole year. Um, it just makes you scratch your head. Just how how was Danino so bad? Was it malicious? Was it intentional? That's my question now. How deep does this go? Is Michigan connected? You know, that's 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 my whole thing. I just want to see how far it goes. Um, but man, I'll tell you what. Have you guys ever seen the movie Moneyball? 
Yep. Great movie, right? So the Astros are or not the Astros. The Athletics are going for 20 in a row. Yeah, honey, not the Astros. They've won championships. The A's have not. Um, but they're going for 20 wins in a row, right? And so they have a giant lead. They lose the lead. It's tied up in the, I think, even 11th inning. And Christian Hatterberg hits a home run, wins the game. They win 20 in a row. Everybody's elated. Everybody's excited. They're like, we have the best record in all of baseball history. This is one of the greatest sports moments of all time. I think I felt more excited about Arkansas going three and six than A's fans did about winning 20 in a row. I'll tell you what, I was sitting right here on this couch and uh, maybe even choking up a little bit. And then I saw the, then I saw the videos of all the the team and it looked like we had just won the Super Bowl. Uh, man, I just got to tell you, hogs are back. Hogs aren't losing another game. Uh, you know, even, you know how we feel about Missouri on this podcast. I mean, I might even pick Arkansas to beat Missouri. <laughs> we'll see what happens when we get there. Um, but it's it's going to be interesting. I do want to talk about y'all's thoughts on uh, Billy Napier and his future at Florida because that's a tough job, guys. I mean, you have to be uh, the pinnacle. you got to be cream of the crop. And his first two years, they have talent there. You know, they got a quarterback in Graham Mertz uh, transfer that they were like, oh, this is going to be a good pick. Uh, has not panned out at all. Uh, Ethan, you have been talking about this for a bit. Please expand. Dude is cooked. I mean, you can't decline in year two, in my opinion. And you tell me he has five wins right now. Arkansas would have made them bowl eligible. You get bowl eligible and you how you end the year dictates so much of your job security. Like Sam yeah. Pittman, people were out for his throat like for most of this year. But if he has a good November – Everybody's going to kind of forget about it, to be completely honest, because it's how you finish that people remember. Billy Napier has a chance to lose out, like, his last, like, five games unless they pull off an upset against either LSU, Florida State, or uh, Mizzou. So Billy Napier could lose five in a row to end the year after starting five and two, I think. Um, and that that's really hard to recover from, especially with a fan base like Florida that – they're kind of one of those that if you aren't taking them to the SEC championship or whatever, they're going to – I mean, Dan Mullen figured it out pretty quick. I mean, one year removed from a great season, they're firing him. Gone are the days of giving a coach like four years, right? You know, with transfer portal, that's a big change to this. Um, people expect results to be a lot quicker. Um, and I, I feel like as far as that idea goes, Florida would be the worst – job to have as far as we need expectations for this to be really good really quickly and so ethan i think you're i think you're uh you're spot on buddy i really do um we might not be seeing billy napier for for much longer he might be back at louisiana lafayette i'm sure they'd take him back i don't know who their coach is now or how they're doing but they loved him down there and then you're gonna get coach you get call for coach prime and then we'll see what happens uh yeah it is interesting it'd be i'd be curious to see if they lose to LSU, lose to Missouri, and then they're it's winter go home versus Florida State in the swamp, I think. Uh, so that would be interesting to see. But this is kind of crazy. I just pulled it up real quick. But Billy Napier, his first two years at Florida, six and seven, and this year they're five and four. Versus Dan Mullen, his first year was ten and three. Second year was eleven and two. And then he went eight and four. Then he went five and six. 
and uh, he got dismissed before the final regular season game. So, I mean, think about how good that is, and he got fired. Toughest job. It really it's It's one of them. Um, I, you know, I saw an interesting stat, too, about coaching discrepancies. Kevin Sumlin, through 69 games, has, I think, three more wins than Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. And so you talk about mediocrity across the board. And this is almost the opposite, right? If he was coaching at Florida, he would have been gone three years ago. But <laughs> Jimbo Fisher just stays alive at A&M. Uh, Biff Pogi. Poge, oh, I, I got his name wrong. It's Biff Pogey, everybody. 17-point deficit, came back and beat Tulsa in overtime. So, shout-out to the Charlotte 49ers. They're also 3-6. and six. A lot of 3-6 and six teams out there. Uh, you know what, guys? Can we just go ahead and get right into game picks? Everybody cool with that? Yep. I'm getting a little sleepy. And so, let's start with – again, I told you I had no notes, so I didn't even know. So, we're just going to do this on the fly. We're just going to figure this out. As we go, ah, and we're going to start with, you know what? I honestly think this is the best matchup of the week. It is Ole Miss-Georgia. It's at Georgia, so that might change my pick here. Honey, we're going to start with you this time. Whoa. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Georgia. Can't, can't make that mistake again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Cade. I trusted in the Tigers to get it done. Never again. Man, I'm going to go to Georgia, too. I think just being at Georgia, that environment, we saw what they happened to Arkansas. I think last year it was. Couldn't even snap the ball, I felt like. So, yeah, I'm going to go to Georgia. Ethan? I made the dumbest mistake of all time and picked Mizzou last week. I'm not doing another dumb thing. I'm picking Georgia. Oh, my goodness, guys. Do I do it? Do I pick Ole Miss? They don't ever win this kind of game. They look bad against a, a very good defense in Alabama. So, yeah, I'm also going to pick Georgia. I, I do think Ole Miss is a good team. And if they prove me wrong, I kind of will be happy because I, I, I like Lane Kiffin as a, as a coach. And so we'll see what happens, but I, I think it will be Georgia. Guys, though, I know you were talking about, oh, I was so wrong in Missouri. Well, Tennessee at Missouri, we're just going to go right into this game. This is 13 versus 14. These teams are 7-2. and two. Really, uh, the second and third best team, as we have seen now. We can go ahead and lock that up in the SEC East. Honey, who do you like in this game? I'll I'll go Tennessee. All right. I, I have some Joe Milton. Oh, man, you don't want to get on the bandwagon again with us? Cade? I'm going to go Tennessee, and then next week we're setting up a SEC East Championship for Tennessee and Georgia. Oh, my goodness. Like the storylines. I love it. I love it. Ethan. I almost <laughs> said I want to. I almost said I'll go with Mizzou because they're playing at home, but let's be real. Is there any home field advantage playing at Mizzou? That stadium is garbage. Hey, man, they got those rocks in the, in the end zone. Yeah, how much noise do those rocks make? I mean, come on now. This That's a terrible stadium. There's no home field advantage in Missouri – going to lose to Tennessee. Um, oh, my goodness. I think I'm going to go Tennessee, too. And we just picked Tennessee across the board, which means Eli Drinkowitz and the Missouri Tigers are going to win that football game. But, yeah, I think Tennessee – I think Tennessee is going to win that game. And I and I really hope that then sets up a, a big game against Georgia that next week. So, that will be interesting. 
Penn State, Michigan. Can Penn State finally get one of these wins? It's at Penn State. Uh, I think this is game day, right? And so, what do they call it? Happy Valley, where Penn State plays? Okay, let's start with you this time, if that's all right. Switching it up. <laughs> Back to the original order. Oh, but guess what will happen next game pick? Anyway, keep going. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I actually – I'm going to pick Penn State. I think Penn State – It's. I mean, this is their season, basically. Because if you lose this game, then you're kind of done. You'll go to a mid-level bowl game, and I feel like they expected to do more this year. I think Michigan has so many distractions. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go Penn State. Great defense. Hearing Cade give his little analysis, uh, I'm still going to go Michigan. But, I mean, I mean, they had distractions last week, and it didn't affect them as much playing Purdue. Um, but I, I mean, I, I still think Michigan's going to win this one. Ethan? I like where your head's at, Cade. Um, there's too much going on with Michigan right now. And also, I think it really hurts them that they have not really played a big game, like, against a good team, like, yet. I mean, I think that's going to come back to really bite them in the butt. Um, they don't, they're going to play a team this weekend in Penn State that, is good and Michigan. I don't know how they're going to handle adversity for the first time. Penn State's had plenty of it this year, um, but who they played? I mean, they played Ohio State already, and it's pretty close. I, I like Penn State to win actually. By I feel really confident for some reason in Penn State. Uh, you guys are madmen and fiends. Uh, since this controversy, I think it's been about half a month now. I'll just give you our uh, Michigan's last three games: Indiana, Michigan, fifty-two to seven win. Michigan over Michigan State, 49 nothing, and then they played Purdue, and they won 41-13. I know those aren't good teams. They're not even – those are bad teams. But I don't think this is phasing them at all, uh, this this cheating scandal. I think in the locker room they don't care. You know, Blake Corum opened up an LLC allegedly with Connor Stallions. And you know what? Who even cares at this point? Um, I'm going to go Michigan on the road. I until Penn State can get this done, I I do not trust them to win this kind of game. Next up, man, I feel like we're always picking Utah. And we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again, people. We're going to do it again. And I'm losing that game. Where is that game? I've lost it. Oh, wait. Ah, here we go. Utah at Washington. Oh, and I'm going to start with myself this time. I, I, man, is this the one that Washington loses? It, it Washington seems like a team right now where they're on the precipice of losing, and it's not if they're going to lose; it's when they're going to lose. Uh, and I, I don't think it's going to be what I, I don't think it's going to be Utah. I'm going to go Washington at home for this one. Ethan, you go next. I'm with you that Washington. It's not. Uh, if they're going to lose, it's win. And that win is going to be in the national championship game. This team is running the rest of the slate in the regular season. I like them. I think they've, uh, I think that they, they just know how to win. And until they play Georgia in the national championship and a battle of two different breeds of dogs and I like Georgia in that game. Um, but this weekend, I like the Huskies. He's going, he's going 
Bulldogs over Huskies in the hypothetical, though. Cade. This one's really difficult. It's a tough one. This is one of the games, and I've said this a couple times this year, where my head and my heart are in different places. My head says Washington. My heart says Utah. I know you love the Utes. I just feel like there's something magical about Kyle Whittingham when <laughs> everyone doubts him, and then he just beats you with a sledgehammer. <laughs> so There's something magical about that. I, I'm talking myself into it. I'm, I'm going to go Utah. All right. I respect it. I respect it. Um, but honey, um, I'm also going with Washington. Like you said, it always feels like Washington's uh, on the cusp of a loss. Uh, it's just not going to be to Utah. And I mean, they I think like they've played their their hardest team in Oregon, so um, up until probably a championship. So, uh, yeah, it won't be Utah. I like it. Katie, have you ever played Mario Party? Yes. There are times where there's many, you know, you play mini games a lot, and there's times where it's one versus three. I feel like we're always doing one versus three against you. Or yeah, it's okay. Mario Party. I, mean, I feel like Kyle Whittingham is listening to this show, and Honey is just feeding him everything he wants. And he's just, he's pumping in the locker room, and they're going to come out and win this game. If we are the reason that Utah comes out inspired because of the <laughs> Bad Take podcast, what an epic thing for us to do. He's like, I want to know where Honey Okunye is tonight. I'm going to go on the record just to fire him, up, <laughs> fire him up a little bit more and say that they're going to lose by – they're not just going to lose. They're going to lose ugly on Saturday. You know what? It's going to be 63 <laughs> Washington, Utah 7. How about that? <laughs> oh, man. That's wild. Cool. What else we get? Oh, man. Let me tell you this. Duke, North Carolina. UNC. You guys want to guess what the spread is here? Anybody? Anybody? Any guess for the spread of Duke at North Carolina? So I can't guess. Oh, my goodness. I'm guessing like UNC by 14 and a half. Did you see it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ethan, it's 14 and a half. We were playing a game. Uh, anyway, yeah, Duke at North Carolina, you know, still, uh, North Carolina has looked not so great the last couple of weeks. They lot, you know, they played Campbell, I guess, last week, but lost to Georgia Tech and Virginia two in a row, still in contention for an ACC championship along with Duke. They're both three and two. Uh, Ethan, let's start with you. Who do you like in this game? I know you're a big North Carolina guy. Yeah, I like UNC to absolutely wipe them out. Um, I think that loss to – who did they lose to, Virginia? Yes, and Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech. I think <laughs> they've looked past those embarrassing losses and they're back to being the old Tar Heels. They showed it against Campbell. Um, they showed against Campbell that they're back. Um Plus, Duke is just – I think they're so focused on basketball season right now that this football team, you know, it was a, it was a little magical story early in the year with Duke football was doing so well. It's in college game day there, but they took a couple losses, and now it's basketball season, let's be honest. Duke uh, is going to lose. Cade. I'm going to go North Carolina. I don't think Riley Leonard is playing for Duke. 
And the crazy thing is, I mean, North Carolina with two wild losses, technically, while not likely, they are still alive. And and so is Duke as well. But, I mean, both these teams are still alive in the ACC race. But, yeah, I'm going to go with North Carolina. Honey? Hey, I'm going to agree with you this time. Uh, I'm also going North Carolina. I, I yes, also like to Duke of its basketball season. I mean, and UNC has it's the same idea at UNC, but I mean they're having a decent uh, football uh, season, and I mean their first basketball game was a little rough. Um, so it may not it may not be basketball season over at UNC. Football might be where it's at this year. Honey Okunye, our basketball liaison. Um, I'm gonna go North Carolina too. Uh, that's, that's Ethan for sure. <laughs> you guys are the the dynamic duo when it comes to that. We appreciate the content if we ever get to basketball. Um, all right, we got two more. Let's do West Virginia Oklahoma. This is a pretty important game for Big Twelve standings purposes. Both these teams are, I believe, four and two in conference play. Uh, who do we like in this one? Honey, we're going to – nah, yeah, honey, we're going to start with you. Okay. I'm <laughs> going to go Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, um, it was an embarrassment last week, and we got to bounce back. I say we. I'm not a, a Sooners fan, but – I was going to say, what are you doing here? What what happened? <laughs> nothing, nothing happened. Not a Sooners fan, but, uh, yeah, Oklahoma will come out with a win for this one. Ethan. Who are they playing again? West Virginia, Oklahoma. Oh, um – Oh, you. No, West Virginia. Where's it at? It's at Oklahoma. Okay, West Virginia. All right, okay. You know what? I'm with you. <laughs> Give me the Mountaineers causing chaos in the Big 12. Cade, will end with you. I'm going to go Oklahoma. It's hard to pick a, a more talented team, I feel like, right after they've lost a game just because there's still a lot to play for for them in their conference. Mm-hmm. So I'll go Oklahoma. May I make a comment real quick? Sure. Um, this isn't related to this game. I'm just letting it know. Y'all know Brock Bowers is probably playing this weekend against Ole Miss. Oh, no. Oh, so, no. Did you pick Ole Miss? I picked Georgia. Okay. Never mind. I was going to give you an opportunity to change your answer. I, I wouldn't be that, that cowardish. I would have kept it. Um, What the <laughs> – um, last one. It's not actually going to be a game pick, but we're going to do an over under. Iowa Rutgers. The over under is at twenty eight and a half. I'm going to start this one, and let me just tell you, Iowa's over unders the last couple of weeks. Like Minnesota Iowa was, I think, at thirty and a half, and the final score was twenty two total points. Iowa Northwestern was twenty nine and a half. Final score was 17 points. This one is 28 and a half. I think it's one of the lo- it's one of the lowest over-unders in college football history for a, a division one school. Uh and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the under here. And I think there's gonna be a maybe 13 points scored and maybe even a special teams touchdown for bonus. Cade up next. Do you like the over or do you like the under? I'm gonna go under. This offense has not been very good. It's mind-boggling how bad they are. <laughs> That's like the most obvious thing I guess I could have said. 
But yeah, I'm gonna go the under. Honey. I'm I'm also gonna go for the under. I can't see more than I mean twenty points being scored. I think it's a tougher game than even last week of playing in North Northwestern. So uh yeah, I don't see more than twenty points being scored t- tomorrow or Saturday. Uh we we don't even know what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely going with the under. Um, but that aside, I mean, are we not talking about Rutgers enough? They're six and three right now. I mean this close game, Rutgers, close game against Ohio State. Oh uh, yeah, this is a Rutgers team that might not suck. So Yeah. Or maybe they've just played really bad teams. Uh, they are going bowling. And that's big. Um last week I thought this was very funny. There was a guy who said he was part of a Fox sports broadcast. His bold prediction was Iowa and Northwestern will combine for 63 points. It was one of the worst takes I've ever seen in my entire life. He was <laughs> he was way off. Uh, so, you, yeah, not even close. All right, we are done, people. I appreciate you. And at some point, like I say every week, I will tally up our picks and see who's leading. And I'll tell you, those numbers are astronomical at this point. What? It's gonna be, it's gonna be at least a few hours of homework, you know. So we'll get to it when we get to it. Thank you guys for being on the program. Have a good one. We will see you later.